Welcome everyone to the Friday podcast uh, of the Run 402 podcast. This week we are talking to Tom Osterber, and Tom is, uh, I don't think I ever said it uh, publicly, but uh, Tom's one of my running heroes. You know, when I get to be his age, uh, I really want to be out there running uh, just as fast as he is anymore. Uh, I aspire to just keep, keep running. And you found uh, you found a good way to do it, and uh, yeah, just uh, Tom, thanks for coming first of all, and I w- I want to get into it here a little bit with you, but I wanted you to uh, where did you start running, and tell us a little bit about your your journey. Let's just say up to college. You know, uh, I was around twelve years old. Whatever you are going into the between the seventh and eighth grade in that twelve uh, is when I claim. So about fifty three years ago. I wanted to play football, and I had an accident on a farm mowing a lawn up. Uh, on a tractor mower, it almost sounds unbelievable, but a piece of baling wire had coiled up, and it hit the the blade, clipped it off. It went into a grain bin, co- the concrete base of it, ricocheted off, went into my Achilles heel, and showed you the scar. So I, right. those are the scars of life. Right. Um, crazy, Something else. Yeah, the crazy <laughs> thing is a little piece of wire like that, but it, it went through the Achilles uh, tendon. And uh, so I, there went my football career, but uh, uh, through, a, and they were afraid that I might have some permanent, um, you know, flexibility and mobility problems with that ankle, but through physical therapy and, and uh, you know, a lot of work on it, uh, ended up that it was okay, and they encouraged me to go out for cross country to okay. help strengthen it and build it. So, and I was only about 92 pounds, so it was probably, uh, <laughs> I, I probably, I, was, I wasn't even a good tackling dummy, so... Uh, so I started running dead last every meet that year. Um, again, I, I, our coach Ron Brewer was just—I uh, I think he's one of the greatest in the, in the coach high school ranks of all time. Uh, Thirty-nine years at Menden and thirty-seven years at State. Thirty-six in the top ten or thirty-five. I'm—I'm I'm not yeah. exactly one of those two. And he coached the girls uh, later as the girls started uh, participating and had some state champions with both. Um, wow. The boys and girls, but anyhow, dead last every meet that year. So I got smart the next year and recruited two of my buddies to run that I could beat. Um, so, uh, in fact, if I ever go on a safari, I'll take them along too. But um, so then that next year, I got either next to last or next to next to last uh, most races. Occasionally, I still got a last place. But my sophomore year, um, things took off well, and and I figured stuff out, and and uh, I was I ran seventh man most of the year on the varsity that year didn't didn't run at state because only six run at state but uh but then in 73 and 74 um we were state runners up and i was number three runner on the team i was a team captain and um so plattsmouth beat us um two years in a row and uh had a had a kid move in his senior year pat Greggs, who got second place behind my teammate dick graham who won his only race of his entire high school career was state in 1974 oh, state cross country class what a race B. to win yeah. yeah so and so um basically at that point um uh, i had some injuries my senior year which uh, it still haunt me because i think i could have been in the top 10 but uh, at state but i ended up 19th and um very you know, respectable well you were know, ninth place so it would have been even better because we, well. we would have had to push to to uh, to to win state but uh hey you know, that's, that's years ago. And went to college, um, probably maturity 
uh, got the best of me there or immaturity. Um, okay. I, I didn't train well. Back those days was 19 was a drinking age, and I spent too much time at uh, at um, you know the bar and, sure. and uh, not enough time on the on the streets, hitting the streets. So my college career was short and and um, not very successful. But I continued to run. And uh, 1980, uh, Jim Culver, a friend of mine, Jim lived in Gratton for quite a while. He's kind of over in your neck of the right. woods now. He, Jim and I trained and ran the Lincoln Marathon uh, okay. in 1980. And uh, so this was, is like your debut marathon. Debut in 305, okay. 305, 310. Oh, and, man, that's uh, awesome. And, and so um, it just, uh, Jim went out really fast. And I go, I can't go that fast, buddy. And I caught up to him at about, I don't know what mile it was. And, and I pulled him along and... And uh, we finished together. So I, I still give him a hard time because when we hit the track, he used to finish on the Ed Weir track mm, in Lincoln. Right, yeah. And he, he took off sprinting down that backstretch. <laughs> and I said, you bum. Here I am. I, I picked you up off of the, off of the gutters of, uh, at mile 21, brought you home. But it's funny because we still laugh. He sprinted on into the, to the finish. And, and, uh, then, and so then got married and uh, started having a family. And so my sure. running... Um, I still raced. I still did a lot of 5Ks, 10Ks. Um, and then in 1995, I decided I was going to qualify for the 100th running of Boston. Okay. And, um, All right. And so, that, you know, so that kind of takes you into that those early years. The one funny story in 95 was Bill Tucker was a friend of mine down in Birmingham. Actually not a friend at this time. He was sitting at a table, and I asked if I could sit with him. Mm-hmm. And um, he kind of looked at me like, who the heck are you? And I, I said, you know, I'm trying to qualify for uh, uh, Boston. And I said, I'm going to run the Rocket City Marathon here in a couple of weeks. And uh, what do you think my, um, and, and I think it was Vulcan 10K, which is a big 10K race down there. It used to be the state championship, I believe, in, in Alabama, the Vulcan 10K. Okay. And, I, and it was at the, the pasta dinner the night before. I said, what do you think my chances are to qualify? And so he asked me all the questions. You know, what, what have you been doing for training? What's your longest run? Uh, what's your PR? Then he says, uh, when was your last marathon? And I said, that uh, 1980, of course, 15 years. And he, he's so sarcastic. He just looked at me and he goes, well, you are, at least you're well-rested. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and so I did go to Rocket City, and, and uh, I, I barely, it was 312.52. I had to be under 315. And I okay. I swear with God as my witness, if I had another half mile, I, I wouldn't have gone Why not? <laughs> not be the same story. I got gotcha. you. All right, so you got you get your first Boston Marathon qualifier. Um, how was that race that first time through Boston? You know, tell me a little bit about that. You know, a lot of people warn me, don't let your guard down. You okay. qualified, so sometimes people take too much time off or don't train hard enough, and which I, is tough around here because it's an April race. I think it's been well documented that some of the springs here are really tough, even. I don't know if you were in this area at that time. I was in Alabama, actually. You're in Alabama, okay. Yeah, but so, it can be a little cold. Because we're northern part, you know, the northern third. So it can be cold. Sure. And it is a little tougher to get yourself out there some yeah. days. But, you know, I still, I, I ran a 325. So it was a, you know, it was a, a good race. Mm. But, um, you know, I kind of learned, hey, next time next time around, if there's another time, I'm going to train a little harder. And, okay. Uh, and so and I got that opportunity in 2000, the millennial run. Okay. Okay. And um, and I, I that that particular one I went out and I ran a, a gun time was three thirteen but my chip time was three eleven but Boston okay. goes by gun time right. 
So that's what's what officially heard. in the books is 313. Yep. But I did 311 was my chip time. And uh, and so um, better run, still not a PR, but a better race. Yeah. Uh, well, and, I hear it's really tough to PR at Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Really I, tough. Yeah. I, the PR, I sh- you know, it's. It's just it's a it's an interesting course because you take off too fast because it's downhill and you burn your quads out and yeah um, but it's just yeah it's it's just um it's it's a neat course though it's just uh it's it's historic I mean obviously yeah. the oldest one here yeah. in the states so um, okay so you've done Boston a couple of times how many more times have you done Boston well long laps again i got well rested i didn't go back until 2013 and uh, my wife wasn't able to go in 96 or 2000 with the five kids and finances i probably shouldn't have gone you know but uh but i went and so i I said hey i want to take you to boston so we went and we met up with some friends with which i guess we'll get in a sidebar a little bit later with the loop you know where you met but met up with with some friends there and uh, brad angle and his wife nancy and and um and then corkor um uh you know, I don't remember core core, but we um, we we um, uh, it was a great great time. But then get in the marathon and right right at the finish, and I I was struggling with knee uh, some knee problems, and and uh, um, so I was about probably forty five minutes slower than I should have been, and I was about forty five yards past the first bomb. Oh wow! Turn so, and saw it, and okay. looked down the street and saw the second explosion, and uh, looked at a police officer and said. I could only walk because my right knee was all swelled up and bunged up. I was going to go to the medical tent, but obviously plans changed. Well, but, yeah. But I said, what do I do? Do we go help? And he says, no, get to the commons. There could be more. And that's when I, you're like, wow. So it was about 25, 30 minutes before I could get a hold of my wife. And uh, so, you know, to make sure, because she was walking back, coming down towards Boylston. And wow. and so so that, so then when that happened, I just, I said, okay, that's it. I'm coming back next year. And then I hit it. I went to, I think I told you I went to, um, uh, Erie, Pennsylvania, to uh, Peg Leg. There's like another one. Qualifier. We're on a qualifier. Yeah. And it, it was on the uh, Presque Isle. Okay. Uh, and it's a double loop. And the beauty of it was it was a double qualifier. It was the last day for 2014, first day for 2015. So That's I was awesome. able to go back in 14 and kind of say, we're not we're not running away. We're, right. we're here to stay. Yeah. And Boston strong. And then ran it in 2015. Probably should have stayed home that year. I didn't train well enough, but <laughs> so I ran it five times. And um, okay, you know, so it's uh, you know qualified a couple more, but just I didn't go. But uh, but yeah, so that's always kind of that big. Yeah, I mean that's a goal for so many people in so many different age ranges. I mean myself anyway. I sure I want to do Boston, but it's probably a couple of years out yet to yeah. maybe even attempt that. I've got other plans myself, but a lot of people are in the pursuit of that Boston, you know, and even this fall, as we all train, there's a lot of people still trying to, to do that. Yeah. And uh, it's always a fun goal or a feather in someone's cap or whatever, you know? So, uh, really cool. Five times. That's, that's awesome. Um, okay. So you, you've done some of the marathons. What are some of the more memorable marathons you've done? Uh, maybe not even like the big, big name races. Well, um, I think Lincoln's always special. I never, I didn't do it again. I don't necessarily like to run. Other than Boston, I did multiple times. I don't like to run multiple times. But Lincoln's always special because it was first. Yeah. Um, and then one of the ones that I really, really liked was uh, Surf City, and it's okay. it's uh, it's in Huntington Beach, California. It's on Super Bowl Sunday, and uh, weather with the year I went out there, the weather was perfect, and. Um, 
it was like 55 at the start, 70 when we finished. Mm-hmm. And the thing that's really cool is it's it's kind of like like you think of Huntington Beach or California, laid back. Pretty, yeah. And a beautiful, sunshiny day. And uh, um, it, it's uh, when we take off, you're kind of in residential. You go through like a bird, Avery area, and some different things. And then you run, though, about half of it along along the beach. And uh, it's, a, it's a sidewalk. It's a paved sidewalk trail. But they tell you that you'll see surfers walk in front of you with a surfboard. I mean, it's not rude. They they don't run right and go right out. But sure enough, as you're running, <laughs> as you're running out, you're down the trail. There's some surfers coming out carrying right. the surfboards out, and um, and so it's um, it, it just it was a neat atmosphere. And then you and I have some history of even though we grew up just a couple hours right. apart, we we didn't meet. We met on the, the Runners World Loop, right, uh, on a blog site. Yeah, and uh, we met in Chicago. You know, right. but we yep. followed each other's blogs. Well, Surf City was also, it was a, a, a loop meetup. And there was, um, I'll show you the picture sometime. We had a surfboard. It was out on the way out on the beach. <laughs> and it was, it was pretty, I mean, not in the water, but um, but I stayed with Adam Buddy, which, you know, Mark and, and his wife, Linda. And um, we had um, Running Chick, yeah. uh, Lisa, and, and her husband, yeah. Dana, came out from, they were from West, or came out from West Virginia. And then. Bangle and, yeah. and uh, several, I mean, just all kind of different. Uh, Alice, um, you don't know if you remember Alice, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, I do. and she, uh, we just, we all got together and hung out and ran the race. It was just a special weekend. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the, goes back to the people, um, just like when we were in Chicago and we had to meet up. And, yeah. Uh, so you know. to give a little, little history here. So Runner's World used to have, uh, like Tom just described here, a uh, blog site. And, it would give you like your state and whatever and you could give yourself whatever handle you wanted you know and uh that's where all these nicknames kind of come into play here and tom was like a guy who uh was one of the few from nebraska and i was like oh i gotta you know i gotta say something to a nebraska guy you know come on <laughs> so uh we found a nice uh conversation you know if you will about races we were gonna do and so we both kind of i think not necessarily sought it out together or anything. We just happened to be, hey, we're going to do Chicago in 2010, you know, and yeah. ended up uh, running that race. And for me, it was uh, my first big city race, yeah. uh, which a lot of people, that's their first big city one. And uh, we got just a really warm day. And, you know, <laughs> marathon running, if you're in it long enough, you know you're going to get some of those days where you just, it is what it is, you know. Absolutely. And uh, uh it was a hot day and I know I had a strategy of going out and um, kind of putting the pedal to the metal early because we knew it was going to get hot yep. um, even as early as 10 a.m. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, I kind of struggled through that and um, I know we didn't even see each other until I think it was just hours or maybe even the next day uh, and just kind of shared our story there. But yeah. anyway, I'll let you hit a little bit on your Chicago experience there. And well, I, same thing. I did a shakeout run with um, an Airhead. You remember mm-hmm. Airhead? He was another loopster. Yeah. Him and I, and then Airhead's now wife, at that time was his girlfriend. We, we shared a, um, uh, like nowadays they would call it an Airbnb. I don't remember what they called it back then. But mm-hmm. really nice, not far off the magic, the magic whatever. The miracle. Magnificent Mile. Magnificent Mile. Yeah. And um, so, anyhow, um, same kind of thing. We did a shakeout run with Bart Yasso, and uh, Eric had met him before, mm-hmm. so he went up and they had a conversation, and he told us, back off whatever you were thinking about running. 
because I wanted to run. I think my goal was 320 that day. Yeah. He said, back it off by 30 minutes. Of course, I didn't listen. You know, right. I, I probably picked it up by, yeah. uh, but so yeah, it was a brutal, the last, um, probably the roughest last four miles of a marathon, yeah. simply because of the heat. And, yeah. um, but so, but beautiful. I love the course. I love going through and seeing the different ethnic, uh, you know, the, the oh, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's got so many different spots that hits around the city and different uh, backgrounds and such. My, my strategy and it sounds similar to yours was to kind of, you you got that first half that's in the shade yep. of the buildings basically, yep. and so you kind of wanted to make hay a little bit there, and then by the time you got you know to the west end, that sun really kind of hit you, and then all the way in pretty much. So the second half was yeah, kind of brutal. It was brutal, and it was yeah. I I would agree with that, but great experience. Oh, you know, love, absolutely. Love it. It's, it's uh, yeah, most definitely. Um, uh, you know, just it it's one of those and I, I i just remember going through like little italy and different places and mm-hmm. all the bands they'd have playing and right. and so chinatown and it's just it was a, it was a neat experience yeah the city really comes out for that one yep. um so you've done New York as well. That's another one I've done, but we didn't do it the same years. I did it 2010. And that's 2011, I think okay. it was. I get my years mixed up. you got a good memory. I'm yeah. old. Yeah, you <laughs> said that before. Yeah, I'm old. <laughs> you're, you're good. Um, but I, New York was interesting because I don't – I love the race. It was my bucket list top marathon I wanted to yeah. do. Yeah. And the logistics are just really rough on yeah. – especially if you're going to do it with your family in tow or yeah. whatever. yeah really tough so uh as much as i love that race i probably i i maybe you will go back i don't know but um i'm probably out on that one once was enough and I, yeah once was enough is wonderful yeah, you know and i would absolutely. say i would say the only reason boston trumps it for me is that you had to qualify for boston sure. i mean but i did tell you a good friend of mine lives across in in uh, joyzy lives at lake packinac which is in wayne new jersey <laughs> so i stayed with him we went out to eat the night before, and I think I got just a touch of food poisoning. And, oh, and I ate some fish. I normally don't eat fish. They always say, don't change your routine. I don't listen. But um, I spent a lot of time at the porta potties. And, and uh, <laughs> actually, that day was cold, so at least there was warmth there. But uh, no, and, and I never had to really stop at a porta potty, I don't think, ever in mm-hmm. a race. And I, I had to stop quite frequently. And so I was hurting pretty bad. I did finish it. I think I was about 402 that day. But when I finished, I started just really cramping. And they, you know, they typical New York stuff. Come on, yeah. keep moving, keep moving. Yeah. And um, uh, that's uh, that that sparked another funny thing. Right about three miles from the finish, it was like George Costanza's dad. It sounded like from Seinfeld. You know, you almost there, <laughs> you almost there. <laughs> that did bring a little bit of a laughter to me, yeah. uh, having to yell. But so anyhow, I finished, and they're telling you get through, go through the park. Let's go, move, move. Right, I, they I are told, constantly moving. Oh yeah, and I said yep. I can't, I I can't. I dropped to the ground. Yeah. And so they scoop me up on one of those gators and take me into the medical tent. Only out of 19 marathons is the only time I ended up in the medical tent. Friends would say, you're bound to end up there if you keep running enough of them. But, That's true. But I, I ended up in there, and they were quite concerned at one point because my lips were purple and different things. So they took me into the critical care tent. But after an IV and, and a bunch of soup and different stuff, the only thing the, the doctor told me, he was an ER doctor from Harlem. He said, uh, hey, when you get home, go see your doctor. I think you're diabetic. And I what makes you think that? And he said, your sugars are 212. And I said, well, you've been pumping me full of Gatorade. He said, you just ran 26 miles. So he ended up being correct. Um, I was able, fortunately, to control that with diet. Sure. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, so so New York, 
It, but it don't, with all that going on, it was a great experience. Oh, I mean, it is. Oh. I would recommend it to anyone. Oh yeah. Uh, like I said, the, the logistics can be just tough on you. That's all. But once you get there and you're oh. plugged in, yeah. fabulous race. What's your favorite part running through the burrows? Um, I would say coming off, and a lot of people would uh, coming off the Queensboro. Okay. And uh, wrapping down on around on the first. Yep. That. It's like a rock concert. You cannot hear, you hear this explosion <laughs> yeah. of noise. And it's because that bridge, uh, all the bridges are really quiet. You don't have any fan support up there because yeah. you can't be. Yeah. But there's like seven or eight of them. And each time you come off one, you've got some noise. But that one is very apparent. Yeah, that was. And then I love going through Harlem and having the gospel choirs that were out yes. in their robes and Music stuff. Music is and, unbelievable yeah. along that course, too. And, and then people handing you the stick. Did you have that happen? <laughs> I didn't get that. Yeah, that was my heart. Like, okay, comes here. Here's a stick, you know, because by that time you're starting to cramp up. So, yeah, yeah. no. I, I just, no, it was, that's a great experience. I, yeah. I would encourage anybody that can that can do New York. Yep. It's, it, it was a very good It's much like the city. You need to bring your patience, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's fast-paced, but yet bring yeah. your patience, and, and people are great there, uh, especially on race day. Oh, gosh. It's, Crowd it's sports great. amazing. It's great. Amazing. So, Okay, so you've done these these larger marathons, local locally. Are you kind of more back into running locally, or are you still pursuing these kind of adventurous type of races? You know, I'd like to do more traveling, um, but uh, I, I I also like the local stuff. I I really like, I think you know, you and I talked. I like doing the um, uh, Mike and Robin at, at uh, Peak Performance do the uh, taco run every year i do mm-hmm. that one it's a 5k i yeah. it, i it's just one i like and it's uh good you know tacos and margarita afterwards and that's hard to beat hard to beat but it's just um that's one i've done quite a few years in a row i mean, i won't say in a row i missed a year or two here and there i guess with my kids and uh um with my special needs son it made it tough to get out and hit all the races okay. i probably wanted to but it also kept me local more so I love the brand series. I, I, I've done that several years. Uh, you know, in, in uh, I, I love the Leprechaun Chase. I, yeah. I like you know, just like you said, it was a race and race, race and a race. Yeah. And, um, and then I, I also uh, cornfield to cornfield. I, I do enjoy and uh, but uh, Harvest Moon Hustle just just did and flat and fast and yeah. and uh, so I've never done that one. I really want to do that yeah. one at some point, but never. It just never worked out. I mean, I usually it sells out so quick. Yeah, and that's yeah. usually my problem. I I, I wait until yeah. it's too late. Well, see, I always do the Black Friday special and sure. do the whole. I, it's just something I've done, and you know, every year I say, do I really want to do that again? And, yeah, because it's but ten Ks they can be challenging for sure. me anyway. It's just that, absolutely. It's just that kind of uh, you know a half is almost uh, easier to to do than a ten K from the standpoint of right. You know, it's just. Um, I say easier. That's it's not not what I mean. It's a different. I, it's a different type of race yeah. altogether. So I totally get so, that. So yeah, and then, and then one coming up. I always say it wrong. You have to correct me. The Yippie Kaye. Yippie Kaye. Yippie Kaye. Did that you're last in, year. You're in again. Yeah, yep. I'm in again. Enjoyed that. I really enjoyed the Wabash Trail. Um, whether it's running or bicycling. Um, so you know. So there's a lot of local races I like to do and. Um, didn't get back down there, but Murdoch did a, or Elmwood, excuse me, does a, a the week before 
Harvestman Hustle does a little, just the fire department does a little fundraiser yes. run. Yep. I didn't make it this year. I did the year before. I like to do those mm-hmm. just to help the community, and the community is still glad to have you there. Oh, absolutely. Uh, they're it, they're a very good community. Yeah. So and there's yep. a lot of races I'm I'm forgetting. You know, uh, um, yeah. Just that that I like to run, and but yeah, I like the local stuff. But yeah. I did just go to Vermont. Mm-hmm. Um, in October, and again, the loop, the loop comes up, our, our old blog site, yeah. uh, met up with, was going to be um, six of us from the loop, one, one of our runners got COVID, so yeah. at the um, uh, Montrop. So this uh, is the Vermont 100. 100 highway 100, 100 mile relay. Man, okay. And, uh, so I, I, I got lucky, because I only this had This is two. like the prepper for the, the market to market, right? Yes, I had to go get, I had to train <laughs> for that, because... Uh, uh, Sarah Ellenberger or Cover. Hope I said that one name right, Sarah. But uh, she's she's expecting fast times, and so and Bob Garcia beat me at the uh, oh, Harvestman Hustle. So I recruited him to run on our <laughs> our market to market. They beat you, you get them on your team. All right, there you go. But but um, no, it, yeah, it's and it's run from Stowe, which is the Von Trapp family from the Sound of Music kind of stuff. Okay. That's where their place is where they settled. But they, we were actually at their Von Trapp. Uh, beer brewery whatever and I, I was picking our race packets up uh, go to Killington where we were staying you finish in Ludlow um, so it's which is a hundred mile uh, run beautiful beautiful run and um, so we we got a guy has COVID he can't come so all of a sudden we're all going to have to run 20 some miles instead and I'm going I really don't want to run 20 miles out of here <laughs> and so my wife I come down and my wife says this guy's got a question for you and his in-laws were from near Wichita Okay. And so he wanted to know if we were close to Wichita. In up, he had moved from New York, moved his family to uh, uh, Ludlow with COVID to get out of the city. Okay. And we kept visiting, and he goes, gosh, I'd really like to run this. this uh, uh, I'm going to have to do this race next year. And never I said, met this guy. Never though. met him. And so next thing you know, Sean is uh, Sean's on our team. I go, hey, I got an opportunity for you. And so he, he, just, he was about 20 minutes from where we our airbnb was because we drove back up to Stowe from our airbnb so we'd be closer after the mm-hmm. race to where we're staying well he was from ludlow so he drove up to our place that next morning at five in the morning and rode up to Stowe with us and then we ran back down to ludlow and and uh, so you know so i do like to get away but those are fun those market to market relays uh, yeah. that that the team environment's unique to the running, right? You're a golfer, so it's right. like going to a golf. It's like hanging yeah. out with your golf buddies. Yeah, it's absolutely. like you know, it's just let's go have fun. The camaraderie of it all. Yeah, yeah. So that so any that's a long a long answer to a short question about local <laughs> races, but I try to mix them up a little bit. Okay. But, uh, if I was richer, yeah, uh, you know, and, and more handsome, then I'd travel more. But since okay. I'm not, I stay local. All right. <laughs> well, I know you. Can, that's interesting. You talk talk a guy into running with you guys i mean i know you're good you're a good salesperson anyway so um he was an easy sale because he said he'd like to run it sometimes so and he actually did a great job he averaged um i want to say like eight minutes and 34 seconds over his 17 and we, well, that was a good pickup he, yeah 17 18 mile leg and, and yeah he's he's right he has a lot of mountain biking and i think he said he skied 144 days or something oh, that wow. year you know before so he's athletic yeah, you picked a good one for sure. Um, yeah, so I uh, – what – okay, so you're preparing for Yippee. Any others you're doing uh, the rest of this year? You know, market to market, um, and, okay. then, and then yep. Yippee. And then last year I ended up going in that uh, – it was a trail run up at uh, 
what is it? Lake Wanahoo? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I, yep. I, I may or may Nebraska not. Nebraska Trail Runs. I yeah, think Nebraska Trail Runs. Yep. I, I may or may not do that. Oh, you know what? In a weak moment, I signed up for the White Lightning Mile in Fremont on the on the first. My son's going to run in that. He'll probably beat me by about five <laughs> or six minutes, but I don't know what I was thinking. You know, but uh, they get to use a... Uh, you're thinking one mile. That's what you're thinking. Yeah, one mile. That sounds good. <laughs> They'll have to get a calendar out, though, to, you know, one day, two day, three day. Right. But, but I am doing that one. I forgot about that. Yeah. So. Well, that's a fun one. I haven't been to it yet, but I know Chris, uh, who helps us time our race... Yeah. Um, he puts on an awesome event every year, and uh, we're making the trip finally. We, we'll, we'll we've wanted to do that. Yes, we will see you there. From so, Chicago to Fremont. Right. In all points. I just wish I could run it right now. But uh, anyway, um, so I'm got, okay. I'll try to – I always like to throw a few good questions here at the end, just kind of short, short ones okay. here for you. So I got five, uh, I believe, maybe a couple extra. Uh, what is your favorite distance? If you're going to run distance here, you know, I, it's funny because I mean uh, we talk about marathons and half marathons, and five k is my favorite distance. Five k, get her done, <laughs> yeah, get her done. Yeah, <laughs> no, I like the five k. It, it, it's like it serves several purposes. I think yeah. you and I talked earlier. Yeah, it's, it's a good, it's a good speed workout. Right. Um, if you're training for that marathon, it's yeah, a good spot. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. yeah it would be a good speed work if you had some speed, but no. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's good speed work, but I just like it. It's it's just one of those you can go, you can race, you can push, see yeah. where you're at. It's a good, uh, just, so that's my favorite. Yeah, okay. Um, marathon PR time. 305.10, in Lincoln. And that is like your first one, right? Yeah, it's my first one out of the gate. And I, I, you know, I look back. Uh-huh. And Jim ran the same time. Jim Cover, my friend, he came back and I believe ran a sub three. I, I don't know. I may be making faster than he was. I thought he was around two forty seven. This is your training. Was my friend? Yeah, I grew up with him in right. Menden, okay. and, and yeah, and, and uh, uh, ran with Jim a little bit in Carney, and and uh, you know he came back and, and ran a sub three. I wish I would have done that, but I yeah. got married, and, and of course, hey. you know things change. And, Absolutely. But uh, but I did come close again in. Uh, um, 1999. I have a sweatshirt at home. That's the reason I remember. Is 1999, the Blue Angel in um, Pensacola, Florida. Uh, I, I, I was not really in shape to run it, but I ran so another. Not expecting. No, not expecting. So I ran another a 305.42. And um, do you remember? Awesome. Uh, you know, I don't know if you remember Rick Munoz. You're too young, probably. But Rick was HIV positive, and they used to have a Nike commercial. Okay. You know, and they do this. Dut, 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 dut. Rick Munoz, this many marathons, and HIV positive. Well, he had been in Runner's World. He was going to run his 100th marathon because he was trying to get get the word out of you know HIV, sure. just this, yeah. that, and the other. And and so we're about mile six. He comes out of a porta potty, and here he is. So this friend of mine, Donnie Gooch from down in Alabama, Donnie and I ran with him, and we got wow. talk. We're starting to talk, and this guy was amazing because. If he saw you, like you, you went through one cul-de-sac where you cross track. If you go, hey Rick, I love your commercial. Or, hey Rick, I good, good for you. He go, what's your name? You say Greg. You'd come back around when he met you. He'd say, keep it up, Greg. He remembered everybody's wow. name. He remembered. Um, he remembered our name six months later in Boston. I didn't go, but Donnie and and they Sam and my him. friends. And he, he asked where Tom was. You know, and you're wow. going, dude. But so it was. But those, that was kind of an amazing thing. But it ended up, I ran with him, and not until, until about mile 20, 
And I finally said, hey, guys, i got to back off, or I, I'm not going right. to finish. But I, I ended gotcha. up being a 305.42, so I came close to that PR again. Okay. All right. That's that's impressive. And a lot of time in between those, those yeah. two, it sounds yeah. like. So yeah. that's great. To, well rested. Well rested. <laughs> Theme of the day here. Yeah. So favorite road shoe? Right now, it's uh, Hoka Rincon. Hoka Rincon. Yeah, I, but that's changed over the years. Uh, I was a Asics, back when it was Asics Tiger in high school, I had the Asics Tiger. Actually, Puma, I think, I went to. Okay. Um, Asics and uh, Mizuno for a while. Um, you know, it's, it just, I, it's changed, but it's been a Hoka for quite sure. a few years now, and the Rincon's my, my favorite one I, now. That is my favorite uh, road shoe, and I'll use it on rail trail as well, just a little wider yeah. platform there yeah um okay so maybe you've done it maybe you haven't bucket list race well and tell me why okay you know uh dublin marathon has always been kind of a it's uh, a couple of things my mother is irish and so ireland always is uh, that's i've got a german last name and but uh well my mom claims to be full-blooded irish i always argue with her she <laughs> wasn't but anyhow that's another day another story but anyhow i but i was training uh i was asked to coach uh team d for team diabetes to go to dublin and we got people signed up and we started the training process but then we moved back to omaha to get closer well, actually to grand island but to get closer to family in nebraska okay. and so my friend sammy morris i was able to get him to well, he didn't take much talk into it, but yeah. they, they agreed, yeah, he could coach the, the team and go with them. And he just told me, he goes, it was one of the, he said, people were so, so nice down there and just so kind and, you know, just really interested in, you know, getting to know you. And it just, he said the atmosphere was just wonderful. He said the course wasn't necessarily, it wasn't a great, like, hey, this sure. is a fantastic course. It was the people. Okay. But, uh, so I think Dublin would be, it would be, um, you know, uh, Two birds with one stone. I'd get to yeah. see Ireland and uh, and then get to run a marathon. So yeah. that would be a bucket list. All right. That one sounds like it's out there for you. Um, okay. So three local favorite races. And, you know, if you spill over a few extras, that's fine too. But three fo- favorite local races. Well, like I said, the, the taco run, I, I liked uh, yeah. a, a peak. Um, I enjoy that one for 5K. Um also, uh, I really, I really like, like you say, I, I'd like, um, uh, I like the Harvest Moon Hustle just because it's a flat fast, it's Friday night, a little bit right. different uh, atmosphere, and um, I guess if I just got three choices, Leprechaun Chase is still one of my favorite yeah. um, to to run. So that'd be my probably, okay. you know, that'd be three of them. There's yeah. there's more in there than it just, you know, but each of those are good. Yeah. So I totally get that. I, yeah, I'm looking forward to someday hitting that uh, Harvest Moon Hustle. That'll be a good one. Yeah. It, so, it's, uh, I, I love the yeah. kind of small town situation you've got tucked right into that race. Yeah. Yep. That's kind of cool when yep. people come out for that stuff. Um, yeah. So, I mean, the trails aren't something that you normally hit. Are you, you consider yourself more of a trail or a road runner? Well... I'm definitely a road runner. I, I I feel safer in the streets. I mean, I'll take traffic and and uh, um, you know crossfire or anything else. Before, <laughs> before, you know, I just uh, I'm afraid of snakes, so I stay out of the trails. But no, I, I have. Gotcha. I did run the Afton um, 50k. Okay. Um, in uh, there was another 50k, and I can't think of the name of it. It's by Lake McBride up in Iowa, 
Uh, they actually stopped the race, though. They The year before, they had it in November, and people got hypothermia from the water crossing. So oh, wow. the park wouldn't issue the permits. They moved the race to March, and we had record heat that day. And a guy dropped, and another guy dropped. And so they oh, came wow. and stopped us at 27 miles. I'm like, are you kidding me? Wow. But so we didn't get to finish that one. So I've done a couple trail races. I've done some smaller, like that Lake Wanahoo, and just, you know. Sure. But I prefer the streets. Okay. It's, uh, it's just um, it's what I've done for 53 years. and Makes sense. So I just like the streets. Makes sense. Well, okay. Um, so 53 years you've been running. Any advice you'd give to either a new new runner? I would say more new runner. Uh, help, help them kind of jump into this journey because you've been at it for 53 years. Yeah. What's kind of the key points that you would pass on to maybe someone who's just starting and then maybe even someone who's seasoned? Well, I think for all of us, we, we got to you know, Gary Doherty told me after a, a, a uh, recent race is have fun. Don't worry about how fast or don't worry about awards or this. Have fun. Why do we run to begin with? We run to have fun and, and mm-hmm. for good health or whatever. Remind yourself those things. Don't compare yourself to other runners. Look in the mirror. I know that's cliche. But that's what you do, you know, like everything seems like anymore is geared to competition. Yeah. Uh, comparison, you know, can be a trap yeah. too. So, it, and, abs- and you know, my thing is like Brian Burke, I, I brought up Brian earlier. Brian is, he's a kid. He's, a, he's, a, he's just 62 now. He was 61 up till this last race. He, he did age up, but no, but Brian, Brian's a good measuring stick for me. Mm-hmm. And probably out of, uh, you know, 20, 30, whatever I've ran, he's beat me 19 of those. Right. And, you know, I think the thing is, though, is that I used to gauge, gosh, he beat me by two minutes at the, this race. Hey, he beat me by a minute. Hey, it was just 11 seconds this race or 18 seconds this race. This last one, I think he beat me by um, 15, 20 seconds. I don't know, maybe a little bit more. I uh, hope he won't listen because he'll call it correct. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, it's a good measuring stick. Where am I at? Sure. It, instead of saying, I mean, do I want to beat him? Yes, I want to beat everybody. Yeah. But my thing is, is I'm trying to, and the older I get, I have to give myself some grace and know that now I'm going for age group PRs. You sure. know, it's, um, but I think run for the enjoyment and, uh, you know, the camaraderie. The friends we make are, are lifelong. Man, just in this local area, like, it's, it's, a, it's a really good community of folks, you know, yes, absolutely. And, and all different kinds of walks as well. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I, just, I love how, you know, the first place runner so many times – loops back and encourages part of their cool down there to loop back and encourage the um and you know we've got a lot of people that just uh you know that over the years um you know the gary julians the ron bakers the bob garcia's uh um, craig christians the people that you know paved the way and have been leaders within that community and and uh i i think that's you know i feel really blessed have met so many people i think i told you i had stem cells in my right knee i was told i needed a new right knee about right you had going on five years ago two two different orthopedic doctors well regarded in in omaha but i went down to manhattan regenerative kansas regenerative medicine center in um, manhattan kansas and they took fat out of my hiney and was infused with my blood and jack and i and i've been i've been fortunate i was blessed Mm -hmm. It, it worked i've been running five years and and so but i think and you know i look at you know, John, you had on a podcast um, a couple, I don't know, a couple weeks yeah. back, whatever, runs with a with a new knee, an artificial knee. And, I mean, that's inspiration. You right. draw inspiration. And I think 
as a runner, that's what you want to do is look for those people and the qualities of the people that um, it's it's more it's more about that. And then race yourself, go for your PRs and, right. and listen to people. And I think that's important. But most importantly, I think listen to your body. Yeah. And uh, you know, if it's if you need to rest, rest. That's hard for runners. Yeah. Um, and a message that for 53 years I've failed to follow: don't go out too fast. <laughs> right. I think I think we've heard that in several podcasts where they're like, slow down. Yeah. And uh, they're, I mean, I've noticed it as well. You know, um, just in my own running, you know, yeah. like you say, that first mile or two, whatever, you know, go out a little slower. It makes the, the whole day go a lot better. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right. Well. Awesome. Uh, thanks so much, uh, Tom, for spending some time with me and and uh, coming on the podcast here. And um, if you want to check out other episodes, you can certainly do so by going to 402 uh, The po- Running Podcast uh, on Facebook. And uh, we have 30-some already here, uh, different stories or, or uh items to to kind of just jump in and, and let's give a listen uh, uh, we're going quite quite the library at this point so anyway thanks everyone for joining us and uh we'll talk to you soon